24 minutes to nine. Um, David, I don't know about you, but if I was launching a fringe show that was about conversations with politicians and some of the funny goings-on in Canberra, I, I don't know if I could hope for a week better than one in which Christopher <laughs> Pine refers to Malcolm Turnbull as Aslan from the line The Witch in the Wardrobe, one in which you've got all sorts of craziness going on in one nation and what really went on at Rooty Hill. Just a general sense of impending disaster emanating out of the nation's capital. But that's the backdrop for Annabelle Crabbe's show, Stranger Than Fiction. It's playing at Gluttony. You can get tickets at the Adelaide Fringe website, adelaidefringe.com.au. And she's with us in the 5AA Breakfast Studio. Annabelle, good morning to you. Good morning. I promise I didn't organise this. Christopher Pine organised this. I mean, he's a fixer. He's got an exquisite exquisite (laughs) sense of mischievousness, hasn't he, old Chris? Oh, look, I could have uh, actually driven to Canberra and kissed him when he introduced Aslan to the national conversation. I thought, yeah, I don't know. Politics this year, and indeed for much of last year, has been full of these moments where you just think, okay, look, that must be the moment. It can't get stranger than this. It really can't. And then it just happens. Oh, just on Aslan, yeah. Annabelle. Yeah, we sure. been, I'm glad you've raised that well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, I think we need to go there now first. Yeah. Uh, do, have we been able to dig down on precisely what he meant by that reference? Because as I understand the line that which of the wardrobe, Aslan was this sort of mythical character that any, everyone would hope would one day return and save them all. Uh, that's not what people in the Liberal Party were saying about Malcolm Turnbull, is well, it? Well, I mean, Aslan was pretty, pretty comprehensively killed. I yeah, I mean, like you know, I mean, it's hard to see how you can mount a comeback from being dragged to a ceremonial rock and stabbed through the heart multiple times. I mean, you know, what about maybe that mythical army of incredibly powerful mice will come back and uh, save Malcolm Turnbull? Look, it's, Aslan was essentially—I mean, excuse me if I just go on for one more second longer about this. Um, yeah. Aslan was actually a Christ allegory, wasn't he? Like, I mean, he was supposed yes. to be God, mm. uh, Jesus, yes. I think. Uh, so. I don't know. We're straying into very strange territory. Here. On the yeah, well, on the other side, Christopher started it. <laughs> yeah, he that, did. That is true. It's, it is usually Chris's fault. We find that every Wednesday when we have him and him and Elbow on the uh, on the show. <laughs> now, way down at the other end of the political spectrum, mm. Annabelle, I'm fascinated to get your take on the goings on within One Nation. I, I said yesterday, yeah. I was actually at the uh, the you know you think romance, you think. Rudy Hill. Yeah. Um, I was at the Rudy Hill RSL that that weekend when they had their their wow. IGM with one of our old colleagues, Malcolm Farr. Yes, and uh, you didn't pick up any cracklings of tension. <laughs> didn't seem to be particularly sexually charged environment. Maybe they just read the sign. Yeah, well, it could have been that. But this, to, to use the title of your show, yes, this is this is vastly stranger than fiction. What's happened with yeah, them? Yeah, it is. Look. Um, one Nation's is kind of like North Korea. Like, you're never quite sure what's going in on in there. There's a charismatic leader. Uh, people occasionally get tossed out the door with major stab wounds. <laughs> you just sort of try to work out Literally what's Literally this week. Now, Brian Burston, of course, uh, defected from One Nation uh, quite some time ago after arriving at irreparable difficulties with the uh, charismatic leader. And um, he has now... I, this is jumping around a bit, but he has now confirmed that he was the individual who smeared blood over Pauline Hanson's office door the other night. <laughs> Despite saying he, he actually can't remember it, he now he does accept that it, it was him that did that after having a, a physical... Uh, did he really running. say? I didn't realise. He actually he, said he, he couldn't said, remember doing right. it. He told the Senate that. I have no recollection, <laughs> but I have no reason to believe that it wasn't me. <laughs> Which is just... That's quite a defence. Yeah. So, look, this is 
is actually what happens when, I mean, minor, we all moan about the older parties, right, and how annoying they are and um, so on. But when these minor parties form, they don't have any of the sort of history and structure and discipline. So they, mm. it, it's like, you know, it's like what happens when, when you know, cat-fancying organisations turn evil, you know, because they, they start kind of litigating the constitution and, you know, they get very, very interested in the ins and outs of uh, the party rules that were written on the back of an envelope yesterday. Well, we and saw so, it here with Xenophon. I mean, the, sure, when it, yeah. Phil, Phil Curry made this point about an hour ago too. Like when oh, a party's pointing. <laughs> you're in the same league as Phil. By Phil. <laughs> no, no, no. He made it in a much more serious way. Oh, good. But yeah. it's almost like a personality cult that turns into a political party. Of course it is. And that's the way, I mean, if you look at Clive Palmer, if you look at Pauline Hanson, they are organised, and Xenophon as well, um, they're... they're their electoral power is derived entirely from the appeal of the leadership figure, who hmm. then is imbued with this absurd amount of authority. You know, which is which makes them different from the um, ordinary, like older major parties who celebrate by executing their leaders fairly regularly, <laughs> and so avoid this trap. Hey, can I can I just ask you, Annabelle? We we go we go back many many years, like yes. all the best journalists in Australia. You got your start at, uh, at Adelaide University's yes. on D, and oh, then yes, at, then at the Tizer. But um, Sydney's been home for you for, for, for a long time, but you do come back here frequently. So yeah. tonight you're talking with, with Chris Pine. Uh, tomorrow night, uh, Penny Wong yes. is going uh, to be joining you on stage. What's your assessment of, of South Australia's sort of political standing? Because we've, we've, we've punched above our weight historically, oh, haven't we? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think... The interesting thing about the powerful political figures that come from South Australia is they then, um, they always remain South Australian, but they are national figures in their own right. And look, the interesting thing about both of those characters is that we both knew them at university, right? Like yeah. Christopher Pine and Penny Wong. Um, Pe uh, Christopher was very, very active in the campus liberal movement and Penny Wong was the much feared uh, <laughs> bruiser of the Labor Club. That's right. Um, and... It's interesting to watch people like that grow up through politics because, I mean, Christopher Pine has now been in politics for more than half of his life. Mm. He uh, sensationally um, unseated the sitting member, um, Ian Wilson, in Sturt when he was tw only 25. Yeah. Um, and he was kept out in the cold by John Howard for a decade, basically, and then mm. since then has really become quite an influential and powerful national figure. It's weird thinking back, isn't it, to... The late 80s at Adelaide Uni because yes, Mark Butler was there, Patrick yeah. Conlon was there, Jay Weatherall was there, Andrew, Andrew Southcott, Southcott was there, there. Natasha, Natasha. Yeah. And, um, Crazy. yeah. Yeah. And, and I think, well, I look back at that and I just think, oh, maybe that's just what university is like. You sort of meet people who go on to be in politics. But I can't think of any other political generation that has come up through a single institution in that way. It's really mm. interesting. Yeah. And lots of journos as well. I struggle to remember large parts of it myself. Well, fair enough. Yes. <laughs> Probably for the best date. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's not discuss any of that publicly. Hey, um, but, Annabelle. But I wanted to do this show because, you know, I reckon lots of people around the country feel that politics has got so incredibly strange. And I want to talk to people who have been in it for a long time about their perception about the direction. I mean, is it just this sort of blip that we're going through or mm. is our democratic system really struggling to meet the needs that we place upon it. Yeah, it's a very a very important question. The way you put it in I was jotting this down before in the in the flyer for the show. Should we remain hopeful or should we arm ourselves with flaming petrol soaked rags on sticks? 
A lot of our listeners often feel like the latter. <laughs> it works worth a thought. <laughs> That's right. Hey, look, it's been a pleasure having you in, Annabelle. And um, enjoy your stay back home. Hopefully you get up to your folks, catch a few crabs up there at Lower Light. Absolutely. With the swimmers are running, does the month have an R in it? Yeah, indeed. <laughs> but I think we're giving away some tickets to Penny Wong tomorrow night, which are the yes, only we most certainly are. tickets because it's sold out. So Oh, wow. Yeah, so. Okay, well, let's do it. We've got uh, five doubles to give away. Eight double two three double oh double five is the number if you'd like to see uh, Annabelle with Penny Wong at uh, Gluttony for as part of the Adelaide Fringe. Get calling right now. Great to have you in, Annabelle. Thanks Thank for you. your time. Thanks, Annabelle. Check the weather app, activate my base shield, order a pizza, and save a galaxy on the brink of war as forces vie for control of the Alpha and Beta Quadrants. Download Star Trek Fleet Command today. Join millions of players and forge alliances, defeat your enemies, and build an epic fleet to dominate the galaxy. Download Star Trek Fleet Command free on the App Store or Google Play. Star Trek Fleet Command. You have the con.